Hello and welcome to What The Bump. My name is Jennifer. I am a labor and delivery nurse who oddly enough has no kids, yet a huge passion for informing and empowering women on all of their options surrounding their pregnancy. Join me every week as we dive in to all things prenatal, postnatal, birth, and so much more. So let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we are continuing our new series with Dr. Haley Parker. Dr. Parker is a pediatric and prenatal chiropractor from Charlotte, North Carolina. She obtained both her bachelor's in health coaching and doctorate of chiropractic from Life University in 2019. She has participated in 57 adjusting seminars while in chiropractic school to become excellent in her craft. She is certified in the Webster Technique through the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. She is heavily trained through Epic Pediatrics, Birth Fit, and the Pediatric Experience. She is extremely passionate about all things health and wellness, especially when it comes to mamas and babies. I can relate to that. When she is not in her private practice in her hometown, you can find her at a local coffee shop, sipping on an iced latte, in the CrossFit gym, or traveling. So with all of that, welcome to the podcast, Haley. I am super excited to have you on, and I'm super excited to hear from you. Thank you. I'm stoked to be here. Awesome. So let's just start off. Will you just tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into chiropractics and especially how you kind of got into that, like pediatric prenatal specialization? Yes, of course. So, um, I started seeing a chiropractor in high school. Um, a little bit of backstory about me. I was a, a pretty sick kid growing up. Um, I had a ton of ear infections. I had tubes in my ears like four times. Um, I was a emergency C-section. And so all of that to say, I, you know, came into the world with a bang and it kind of just progressed like that throughout my childhood. And I was pretty sick a lot. And, um, when I was 15, I started getting these horrible, horrible migraines. Um, we would be in the ER and they would be like, Hey, so you're having every symptom of a stroke, but your age and at 15, 16, that's like terrifying to hear. And so they're like, we really don't know what to do with you. So, um, take this medication and good luck. (laughs) And that's like, that's also not really comforting to hear either. Um, so we did, you know, into all the specialists, all the neurologists got all like the MRIs, the blood work, the allergy tests, all of the things just to try to get a, just something we could go with. Um, and everything came back negative and they're like, well, it seemed, it, it was everything from like, it could be a brain tumor to, are you sure it's not all in your head, honey? Like, no, that's a problem. It is in my head. (laughs) And so like, we were just like left with this question mark of a diagnosis and with no answers, with no treatment plan, with no anything, they really had no idea what was going on. Um, which again is not super comforting. And so I was referred to a chiropractor, um, at 16. Um, and within two months I was off all my medications and I, I was 16. So now I'm 27. That was 11 years ago. And I've had like 10 migraines since then. And like once a year when we were having them multiple times a month. So to say that that changed my life was, is pretty accurate. Um, I would say it definitely gave me my quality of life back. Uh, when I was just like really struggling, just kind of living in fear of that next episode or whatever, it just really gave me the freedom to enjoy my life again. Um, and it's funny because if anyone like actually knows me, they're like, oh, you definitely love kids. I'm called the baby whisperer all the time. Like I nannied through college. I actually was in college to be a first grade teacher um, before I went to chiropractic school. That was what I thought I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to help people. I wanted to work with kids. And so whatever avenue that that was going to be, I had honestly no idea. Um, but I knew that I wanted to say on the holistic side of things and I wanted to work with kids. 
And so I actually wound up going on a mission trip to Guatemala um, in 2014 and met these guys, Nick and Nico, which I actually hung out with them this weekend. So we're still good buddies. Um, and Nico had just finished chiropractic school and Nick had just started. And so over the course of that week long mission trip, they convinced me to come to <laughs> life leadership weekend and check out, it's like their recruitment weekend of life university. And honestly, I'm not going to lie. I had no desire to go to chiropractic school. Um, I was 21. I was in school for elementary education and I had honestly no idea if that's even what I wanted to do, but I, I was like, Oh, why not? Like I'll go hang out with these cool guys or whatever. And I go essentially to life leadership weekend on a whim and, um, heard about pediatric and prenatal chiropractic there. And I was like, Holy cow, I have to go do this. I have to go save the babies and change the world. <laughs> and so that was, I said, I decided to go to chiropractic school that weekend, which was not the plan, which is jokes on me. Um, <laughs> but so I got to life university and I knew that I wanted to specialize in pediatric and prenatal care. And so I took all the electives that I could on pediatric and pregnancy. Um, I chose very intentionally to do my preceptorship in a family practice um, where they are seeing a ton of moms and babies. And I knew that I wanted to do that. So um, I definitely made choices along the way that guided me to where I wanted to be and uh, just hopped into practice right out of school. And I'm in a family practice now and rocking and rolling and loving it, love it every day. So that is, um, that's a little bit about me. Yeah, that's great. How long have you been in the family practice that you're at right now? So I started here in October of this year. So it hasn't been super, super long. Okay. Awesome. But, um, yeah. That's yeah. That's awesome. exciting. I like that story, how you were like going down a totally different Avenue. And I feel like that yep. is, that's <laughs> the best way that people, you know, find exactly what they want to do. Honestly, you yeah. can make all the plans you want, but I find that even in my own life, all the plan making that you want to do. And sometimes you just don't end up there. Sometimes God's got yep. a different route for you. And exactly. It's probably better than what you even could have ever imagined. Oh, so for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. So, okay. So going off of that, tell us what a chiropractor does or what a chiropractor even is for people who might not really be familiar. I'm sure a lot of people know, or even just think, oh, they just like crack your back. I think that's right. kind of like what a lot of people think. So kind of tell us what a chiropractor is. Okay. So a chiropractor deals directly with the nervous system. And so we all learn in like second grade science class that the nervous system is king and controls everything. And so we have obviously the brain of the spinal cord is that nervous system. And the spinal cord is obviously housed within the spine. So that's why whenever we do adjustments to the spine, um, we can have impact on every single organ, muscle, tissue in the body, because all of those areas are getting their supply and their guidance from the brain through the spinal cord, through the spine. And so a lot of people do associate chiropractic with back pain, neck pain, car accidents, all those things. And it's funny because like, I feel like chiropractic is one of those things that people have an idea of what we do. And then they're usually wrong because <laughs> um, you're like, oh yeah, you just treat pain. Right. And I'm like, no way, dude. <laughs> um, but so I think the big idea kind of comes into play where we realize that the nervous system controls everything. And so therefore chiropractic like has the opportunity to affect everything. And so that's why chiropractic helps with fertility to digestive issues, to ADHD, to all these different things that people are, are just have no idea that chiropractic can even help with. Um, and essentially my job, I say it just really simply is to allow the brain and the body to communicate. And so whenever we have those interferences to that communication, 
In chiropractic land, we call that a subluxation, just an interference to the nervous system. So my job is to find those interferences, correct them, and allow the brain and body to communicate at a high level. And so I I say all the time, I partner with God for miracles. That's like my self-proclaimed job title. (laughs) And I, I firmly believe that that is accurate. So. So a lot of that, does a lot of that come through then like the realignment of the spine, like you kind of talked about? Okay. Yep. Exactly. Awesome. Those adjustments. So jumping into relating this to more so your specialty with prenatal and pediatric chiropractics, what are the benefits of seeing a chiropractor for pregnant women? So pregnancy is really cool because there's a lot of different challenges in pregnancy and there's a lot of wins and there's a lot of just especially first time moms are like, what is going on? I felt like we're seeing more first time moms that we're not planning to be first time moms because of quarantine. (laughs) You know what I mean? So um, people come in and they're like, things are changing. Things are moving. I don't know what's going on. Let's, let's get to work with this. Um, And so a lot of times the benefits for our pregnant patients in the office are just more comfort in pregnancy. Um, you know, there's a lot of pains, there's a lot of things moving and growing and babies kicking you in the ribs and all sorts of things. Um, and so just more comfort in that pregnancy. And then of course, with reduced pains, we have a lot of round ligament pain, back pain, pubic bone pain that we can address directly through those adjustments. Um, so that can help with pain there. Uh, one of my favorite benefits to chiropractic care in pregnancy is a lot of times the labor and delivery time is drastically reduced. I think for me personally, and of course I don't promise this to anyone, but, um, my average on, you know, seeing a woman through pregnancy is, uh, that labor and delivery is about four hours on average from start to finish. Um, which is pretty wild. Um, most women are like, are you kidding? I need that. (laughs) Um, and then, so there's more energy and you're able to sleep a little bit better. Um, and then, uh, just reduces the need for intervention. If mom doesn't want it, of course, we try to support every kind of birth process possible. Um, if mom wants whatever, we're going to support her through that. And if mom wants a natural birth, that's a really great way to try to make that happen for her through chiropractic adjustments in pregnancy. Um, and then just provides that connection to baby, especially, uh, right now with just being, I feel like women need to be empowered in pregnancy. And a lot of times there is that fear or they just don't know, like, especially like we talked about unplanned first pregnancies kind of thing that we're seeing all the time with uh, quarantine and COVID and all of that. Um, I just think providing women with that empowerment, like we were, we're designed to do this. Um, and so helping women realize that they do have choices and that they can talk with their providers and they can chat with us about, you know, the best course of action for pregnancy. And so all of that tied together with like the, the physical side, you know, the emotional side, the empowerment side, uh, pregnant women have a lot of, a lot of benefit for chiropractic care. Yeah. I love how you tied in like the, the physical, the emotional, um, and the mental aspects of chiropractic mm-hmm. care. And I know Absolutely. you said it can shorten the labor, your actual labor yes. down to like about a four hour. That's incredible. Uh-huh. Yeah. Does that, does that have to do with, with the pelvis almost, or yes. what would you say? Okay. Absolutely. So, um, the pelvis and all the, the soft tissues surrounding the pelvis and the uterus, whenever we allow those things just to work well. And when the brain can communicate with the uterus, like, Hey, we need to get this baby out. Like, okay, let's do it. (laughs) And so, um, that just that brain body communication comes into play with that as well. So getting adjustments almost like allows that communication also, does it like as, as far as like the soft tissue round ligaments and as in the pelvis mm-hmm. does adjustments, like 
loose in that area or soft yep. and make it like more pliable in a way. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Cause I do, I feel like, um, especially in labor and delivery, especially with first time moms, one of the the biggest complications why labor takes so well, not one of the biggest reason why labor takes so long is just slow dilation. Right. So that totally exactly. makes sense though, that those adjustments and loosening up those areas, aligning those areas, allowing your brain to communicate would speed up dilation, which that's what you need to have a baby in the end is that's right. dilation. Exactly. Yep. For sure. So when would you recommend a pregnant woman starts seeing a chiropractor prenatally and then how far along, um, like how far along can they get, get adjusted until. So it's a really cool. Cause a lot of times I have been one of the first people to find out that a woman is expecting. Um, so they'll come in and be like, Oh my gosh, guess what? <laughs> um, so then we start adjusting them right then. Um, so a lot of times like from that first or the, that positive pregnancy test, yeah. it's like might as well go ahead and start now. Okay. Um, and then you can get adjusted all the way up through labor and delivery. So I've got a couple of chiropractor friends, um, and mentors who have like gone to a home birth or a birthing center or whatever, and adjusted a woman through labor, which I think is awesome. That is a personal career goal of mine. So if you're in Charlotte and you want to do that, let's connect, <laughs> but like that, I think that's really cool. Um, because I know sometimes when that labor stalls out, um, chiropractic adjustments can help kick things back into gear. And so that's just super fun. So you can go from start to finish all the way through. Awesome. That's good. That's really good to know. I, I didn't know if, um, you know, you had to like stop at a certain point, just because nope. the size of the baby or how far you get in your pregnancy nope. and backtracking to what you said about adjustments during labor. I, I don't, I think it was on another podcast. I obviously am big into podcasts, especially labor <laughs> and delivery ones. So I listen to like, I binge podcasts. Yeah. Um, and I do remember one woman telling her birth story. It was on a podcast and she had stalled out at like, I don't know, five or six centimeters. It was her mm-hmm. first baby. I think baby was in malposition, like OP or sunny side up what a lot of people yeah. call it. And she got adjusted and I'm pretty sure she went from like being stuck for hours to getting to 10 centimeters in like an hour after her adjustment, which is just, it's just incredible. And it's so Mm -hmm. cool. And I love, I love tying in so many different like aspects of holistic care into, into a woman's labor and delivery process. That's so cool. Yeah. It's so awesome. The body is just incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, how often do you recommend seeing a chiropractor if you're pregnant? So, um, in my office, we do individualized care. Um, and I think that probably most chiropractors would do like care based on the unique person's presentation. And so, you know, if mom comes in, you know, there's no complications, she doesn't have any pre-existing conditions, whatever, like that's pretty chill. And then, um, we'll do probably like weekly care, just, you know, making sure that a baby is developing well, making sure that mom stays, um, healthy and in the less pain and all of those fun things. Um, there is one thing that I love that we do in our office and we use this technology called the insight scanner. And so that is a way that we can look at the nervous system as a whole through thermography, through surface EMG and heart rate variability, just to look at the nervous system as a whole. And that way we can have a game plan to see like how we can best address that nervous system through chiropractic adjustments based on that unique individual. And so, um, I do most of my care plans based off of that insight scan, um, especially in pregnancy, especially in, um, our babies and our little ones. And then for our, our other people, of course, we take x-rays that we're of course not going to x-ray a pregnant woman. Um, so we have that scan specifically for them as well. Um, and so 
if there is, so we have some people that literally come in through their pregnancy two or three times a week, just cause they're hurting a lot. And so I, I would say it just, it depends on the, on the individual and how, how their pregnancy is going. Um, if there is any pre-existing condition or anything that we have to monitor, we're of course going to be seeing them a little bit more. Um, but we've got some of our mamas that come in. It's usually about once or twice a week. And they're like, man, I can tell if I take a week off, like you got to get back in there. (laughs) So it's usually about once or twice a week. That makes sense that, you know, the more pain you have with pregnancy, the more you got to get adjusted. Right. For sure. Everything, keep everything in line and working good. And I mean, pregnancy is such a time, like you said, you know, at the very beginning of the podcast, it's such a time where so many things are changing, especially if it's your first pregnancy, your body is changing so much, even physically. And then on the Mm -hmm. whole other side of that spectrum, you have the hormonal and emotional changes as well, going along with all the physical changes that you're already. Exactly. So (laughs) yeah, getting, getting adjusted. I can definitely see being extremely, extremely beneficial, especially physically. Right. And we've had a lot of moms that come through that are on their second or third pregnancy, or they have gone through that, like the first or second pregnancy without chiropractic care. And then they'll have a pregnancy with like start to finish chiropractic care. And they're like, man, if we ever have another kid, like we would never not utilize chiropractic care in pregnancy. People are like, it just makes such a difference. So that's so cool. That's awesome. So what is the Webster technique? So Webster is really awesome. I actually looked up in the uh, textbook that they gave us for the definition of Webster. So I was super accurate on this. I'll read it. It says, by definition, the Webster technique is a specific chiropractic analysis and adjustment that reduces nervous system stress, balances pelvic muscles and ligaments, and optimizes mother's pelvic function in pregnancy and birth. So essentially that is an adjustment to the sacrum. Um, with round ligament work and soft tissue work on those muscles surrounding the like the uterus and the pelvis. Um, and so the, it's very gentle. It's very specific. Um, and essentially, I know, like, I was just thinking about this before we hopped on here. Um, a lot of times women are told that their pelvis is too small to have a, a natural birth um, to come through the birth canal. Like it's just not physically possible. And a lot of women are told that. And it makes me wonder, like, is the pelvis really too small or is the pelvis just misaligned? And so whenever we have um, our adjustments, we essentially optimize the the biomechanical functioning of that pelvis and the sacrum so that, you know, baby's got to come out there at some point. So might as well make sure that the structures are supportive of, of that process. So that is the Webster technique. A lot of people um, will associate that with breech babies and stuff as well. Um, so I think it's important to note that like, I don't turn babies. A lot of people are like, Oh, you can come turn my baby for me and they can go head down. It's like, no, ma'am, I don't do that. <laughs> but what I do yeah. do is I allow just that pelvis to have enough room. And so baby naturally will like to go head down given that, you know, there's not any other circumstances such as, you know, the cord being wrapped around the neck that you're not going to be able to see or things like that. Um, so a lot of times if there's not any other circumstances going on in utero um, with that Webster adjustment. It um, just just gives the pelvis more room so that the the baby is more likely to go head down on their own. Um, I don't manipulate baby in the womb. I don't do anything with baby on the inside because I'm not an OB and that's for sure out of my scope of practice. (laughs) Um, But um, I think that that is a great way if mom wants to utilize you know, chiropractic care to help guide baby head down or like the spinning babies website is a great resource for that as well. Um, just for different exercises and things just to 
do along with chiropractic care just to help guide baby head down. Cause if mom is like, I for sure don't want a C-section, um, then that's a great way to help that or to facilitate that process as much as we can. Of course, there's a time and place for everything and C-sections are great and save lives. Um, but if that's like something that mom definitely doesn't want, then chiropractic is a cool way to, to help that. Yeah, that definitely answered my next question, which is going to be Would this help turn a breech baby, which you definitely hit on that. And yeah, I totally agree. Like you said, some women are told that their pelvis just like, isn't big enough. Um, mm-hmm. and that is very true. I've done many C-sections for what, what, what they will call cephal pelvic disproportion, which is basically they're mm-hmm. playing this phallic, the baby's head is yep. not proportionate to the woman's pelvis. Mm-hmm. So basically they're just saying the head's too big to fit through the pelvis. The baby's yep. not out of the vagina. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's so many different opinions on this. I would say I, there's mm-hmm. no sure way to know. I mean, I right. wish, and I've been asked this for, well, is there a way to just like do a scan and measure my pelvis and measure the baby's head and make sure it's going to fit through before we start this whole thing. And I don't think so. <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah. Um, but, and a lot of people will say, no, that's, that's not true. Like your body will not grow a baby that is too big for you. But then again, yeah. like, and I want to believe that. And I, I do to a major extent, but I also have labored many women who I'm telling you what the, the head was truly not going to fit, fit through the pelvis. Right. And I think it's so much more than, you know, cephalopelvic disproportion. I think it's more mm-hmm. immobility with the pelvic pelvis. Right. I don't think the, the, the pelvic um, the pelvis is too small. I think right. that it's just immobile. It's too tight. Yeah. I mean, you just mm-hmm. haven't worked it enough. You haven't gotten that mobility through the pelvis because that's what happens in labor. I mean, it, your mm-hmm. bones separate, they, right. they widen and they expand. So when the baby doesn't come down and you have a C-section happen because of that, it's, they'll say it's because the baby's head isn't going to fit, but it's because your pelvis is not, your pelvis is just it's not, not moving. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think also going off of that, like the different birthing positions. Cause I think whenever we're just on our back and we don't have the freedom to move in labor and delivery. Um, cause like whenever your, you know, legs are up and all of that, the pelvis is not, it's like a third of the way closed. Right. So it's like, we, we might as well allow women to, you know, get in a squatting position, like sit on the toilet or like whatever it is, um, you know, get in a tub or whatever she wants to do, um, to try to support that, that pelvis being open. Cause we might as well give the, the woman the best chance she can, right, especially if C-section is a thing that she's like, absolutely not. Um, might as well try all the different things that we can first. Yeah. I love that. That. And I'm definitely that kind of nurse. Like I am, I do not leave my patients on their backs. That's like my golden yeah. rule. Like I, yep. especially if you have an epidural, because I can't get you squatting. Uh-huh. I can't get you on the toilet, Yeah, but there's so many things nowadays that we live in the modern world. There are so many ways to still position a right. patient with an epidural. And we have these things called peanut balls, which are exactly. my yep. patients live on those peanut balls. Like <laughs> I, I just, I would, I, I, it's, it makes complete sense. I mean, laying mm-hmm. back is definitely not an optimal position for a baby to come out. And especially even mm-hmm. come into a good position, like head position is, you know, being head down is only half the story. That position that the head comes out is the other half the story mm-hmm. and laying on your back does not help that. Exactly. And that's where spinning babies is also great. Like you mentioned, spinning yes. babies, such a good resource. I even as a labor nurse go on their website all the time at work and like, we'll look at their positions and stuff for whatever, mm-hmm. you know, complication I'm having. Yeah. Um, and it's great in early labor and everything too. Exactly. So I I definitely love spinning babies. Fantastic resource. Another question, can it be dangerous for my baby? So can chiropractic care be dangerous for a pregnant woman for the baby inside the womb? 
So no, <laughs> as long as it's done properly. So in my practice, we have um, pillows. So it's essentially a foam pillow with a, a, a cutout for belly. So um, a lot of times our moms will just come in, grab the pillow and go lay on their belly. Cause they're like, I haven't laid on my belly in six months. <laughs> like, thank God I can do that. Um, and so baby's totally safe in there. We have a smaller pillow for early pregnancy. We have a bigger pillow for later pregnancy. And sometimes if there's multiples or whatever, we'll stack the pillows. So mom is totally comfortable and safe and baby is totally comfortable and safe. And we utilize um, like drop tables in the practice a lot, especially on our pregnant women. So we can just pop that pelvic piece up and do a gentle drop on the sacrum, on the pelvis into where a baby is totally safe and fine there as well. And um, there's also with relaxin in the body, that means adjustments can happen a lot gentler and a lot smoother because we're not gonna be racking and cracking on a pregnant mama or a baby or anything like that. Um, as to where I might would on like a 45 year old man. <laughs> um, right. So that's very different. Um, the adjusting styles through pregnancy and through postpartum so one of the fun things that I love to do in practice is if I've taken care of a woman through pregnancy, I'll do like a complimentary home visit when they get home from the hospital or birthing center or home birth or whatever they're doing. Um, I will come by with my portable table and adjust mom, adjust baby, adjust dad, siblings, whoever, um, just as a welcome to the world kind of thing. Um, and it's funny because adjusting a mama through pregnancy and adjusting a mom right after labor is like totally different. Um, I'm not going to be slamming on her, you know, like things look totally different um, after that labor and delivery process. And then getting baby adjusted looks nothing like getting a toddler adjusted. If, you know, they have a, another sibling or an older kid or whatever, um, it's all so different. So those, those, those postpartum visits are super fun just because there's so many different styles of adjusting that are implemented in like three or four people. Um, and it's, it's super great. And then I'll bring that, um, that pillow that we used for mom to lay on and then we'll, we'll lay baby in it and adjust the baby in that pillow. Um, which is super fun because essentially baby was in the pillow before and baby's in the pillow after. Um, so that's really special. Um, and a lot of times a baby just passes right out. They're like, okay, thanks. I need that. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's awesome. But also like with relaxing and the adjustment going smoother, relaxing is also kind of like a, a catch 22 of relaxing is great because it allows adjustments to go a lot easier. And then relaxing allows things to go out of place a lot easier too. <laughs> um, and so like relaxing is, is kind of a, a fun little guy because he helps and he doesn't help at the same time. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. It allows your muscles to shift easier, but then also uh -huh. shift place easier. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think like just the postpartum support of like, you know, the focus has been on mom for the like nine months and then baby arrives and it's like, okay, all the focus goes from mom right to baby. And mom is like, Hey, what about me? Um, and so I think just getting adjusted through that postpartum season as well. And we, I mean, we all know like postpartum is forever. Um, you could have a 15 year old and you're still considered postpartum. Um, but having that support, like we said earlier, just that physical support, the emotional support, the mental support of, you know, those hormonal changes and the physical changes. And, you know, we see that, that we call it the mama slump of that breastfeeding posture, just with the shoulders forward 
And, you know, it's kind of like, I, if I had a kid, I would just stare at him all day. <laughs> I would literally just look at this kid and be like, wow, this is mine. This is crazy. <laughs> that would get nothing done ever. Yeah. Um, but just like, you know, that the head is down, you know, it's kind of putting stress on that upper neck or upper back and the neck um, just postpartum is, is tough in all kind of like, don't get me wrong. It's a totally beautiful season of life and it comes with its challenges as well. Um, so allowing mom to be supported and allowing herself to be supported, um, through those adjustments in that postpartum season is really important too. Yeah. I love all of that. Do you have anything to add as far as like prenatal chiropractics? I think we hit every question that we got. Yeah. I feel pretty complete with that. So, okay. So let's jump yeah. in really quickly to the pediatric side of awesome. chiropractics. So first question, at what ages do you see babies or pediatric? Well, you kind of just gave that away because you said you just <laughs> newborns, <laughs> but anyways, yep. what are the main ages I guess that you see? So, um, my practice specifically, a lot of my patients are under the age of one. Um, so those first 12 months are important. Um, but yeah, I see babies like literally as soon as mom is ready for us to come over. Um, so the earliest I've adjusted is five hours old, um, which is super, super fun. And, um, all the way up through like all the ages. So we say from womb to tomb, we we see them all. So, um, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I do think like just the earlier, the better, um, because, you know, labor and delivery, obviously, as you know, is hard for everybody, like, especially mom, especially baby. Um, because a lot of times there is that twisting and pulling of the head to come out. Um, and, um, we just want to make sure that that neurology is, is firing as best as it can, as early as it can. And we do know that 60 for 65% of that neurological development happens in the first year. And so, which is, you know, more than any other time in life, you know, we're, we're going from literally a, a, like a little baby can't do anything on its own, like just sleeps, eats, poops on repeat. And then by the end of those 12 months, you know, we're walking and kind of talking a little bit and figuring out life and figuring out these things called emotions and eating real people food and things like that. And like, there's so much that happens in those first 12 months. And so to just have those babies get adjusted as soon as possible to make sure that that neurological development is happening as best as it can. Those milestones are getting hit on time or a lot of times earlier. Um, like for example, my niece is six months old and she's been getting adjusted since day one. And she's like, well ahead of her milestones. Um, and we say that in our practice all the time too, which is really awesome. We call them our Cairo babies are like our superhero babies <laughs> just cause they do like everything super early. Um, and so that's a lot of fun. But yeah. We'll see babies just as soon as they come out. Like, give me that baby. <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting. I did not know that you could adjust a newborn. Like you yep. said, you did one at five hours old. That's but that yeah. makes I mean, that makes complete sense. Being yep. a labor and delivery nurse, I see a lot of what you just said. I mean, the pulling and the rotating of the head mm-hmm. and neck throughout delivery and even the shoulders sometimes. Right. I mean the shoulder it, dystocia. And all yeah, that. It, yeah, it makes total sense. And sometimes you have to have, you know, a me- mechanically assisted delivery, like a vacuum mm-hmm. or forceps delivery. Right. And exactly. that that I mean it it does. It, it tugs on them very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it completely sure. makes sense to me that adjustments would be beneficial. Right. It's funny because some people are, who don't understand what I do are like, Oh my gosh, you crack babies. I'm like, no, I don't crack babies, <laughs> but it's funny okay. because like, you know, there could be like this really big delivery process with, you know, forceps, vacuum, C-section, whatever. And then like, 
they're like, oh yeah, it's totally fine. Like everything's great. And then say like uncle Fred goes to hold the baby and like lets his head fall over it. And they're like, oh my gosh, you're never touching my kid again. <laughs> you know, so it's like, <laughs> yep. hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, you know, and then they're like, oh, well, you're not going to touch my kid's neck. I'm like, well, it just came out with a vacuum. And so that's way more intense than I would be like, just kind of feeling around, <laughs> right. you know? So like, there's a lot of misconceptions about prenatal or pediatric chiropractic. Um, because I definitely do not crack babies. Um, I heard someone describe like baby adjusting as like, you take your finger and you put it in a stick of butter and you just wait for it to melt. And I was like, that is the best description I've ever heard of it ever. Um, just cause like they are so small and of course I'm not going to go in and rack and crack on a baby, but you literally just like, because their, their muscles and their, their ligaments and their bones are still so pliable. You just kind of like hold it in place for a second and just wait for it to shift back into place. Um, which is really awesome. It's about the amount of pressure you would use to check to see if like an avocado or a tomato are ripe and ready to be eaten. And so it's really gentle. That's so. great information. Cause I, I have always wondered, you know, how, how you, you cause you said it's very different, you know, yes. a 45 yes. year old man, a pregnant woman, uh-huh. an infant and then a baby. Right. And I, I was going to ask you how, how that kind of works with yes. a baby. So that's really interesting. That's a good description. Uh-huh. Like putting your finger in butter till uh-huh. that's exactly <laughs> what it is too. Um, especially cause like they'll, a lot of times they'll, they just lay there. It's of course yeah. it gets more challenging when they start to roll and they're wanting to get up. And you know, sometimes adjusting a two-year-old has its challenges <laughs> for oh, yeah, other, imagine. other variety of reasons. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's, it's a lot of fun. Sometimes I'll use an instrument to help me adjust. Um, and that's very gentle as well, especially if they are super mobile or especially like last night in practice, I had a one-year-old who just didn't want to lay without mom. And so I had her sit up, mom was holding her kind of like facing her. And I took the instrument and just adjusted her while she was seated on mom. So we call that our speed round sometimes because we do it really fast, especially if a kid doesn't want to lay still or they're crying or they want whatever, we'll just, we'll do it very quickly. Um, and still able to get what needs to be done, done. It's kind of like get in and get out pretty quickly. And they're still getting that good neurological stimulation from that as well. So I can imagine you have to do that a lot with kids because yep, especially when they get into like those toddler, they're squirmy, they Uh they have a hundred things on their mind. And it is yes. I learned how to get really proficient at adjusting on a couch, (laughs) on mom, whatever. But it's it's funny, a lot of times like they just walk right in the office, they lay right down on the table and they they go face down and they just they're ready. Yeah. (laughs) Mom will be like, that is the only time Johnny lays still all week. (laughs) He just like comes in, lays right on down, just knows exactly what to do. And it's, it's really cute. A lot of times, like our, especially our toddlers, and they're very aware of what's going on in the practice because we utilize an open adjusting space. And so everyone is in this open room. We have four tables. It's myself and another doctor. We're in there adjusting at the same time. And so these kids who are in the practice are, you know, growing up seeing adjusting as normal. And so they'll try to come and help, you know, help adjust mom or adjust. They're like, Dr. Haley, can I adjust you today? And I'm like, that's so pure. Yes, you can adjust me. (laughs) It's like, I'll lay down and they'll just kind of like push on me or whatever. (laughs) It's like Mm -hmm. the cutest thing in my life. So so jumping, awesome. jumping into the next question, what are the benefits for adjustments and chiropractic care for a baby or even like a newborn age? So, um, back to just like the neurological development, um, the, I guess with, with newborns, if there's, especially if there's not any, um, complication or any 
you know, need for care specifically quote, quote, um, just making sure that those milestones are being hit, making sure that the development is happening as best as it can. Um, and if there are things, um, like, you know, ear infections or colic or digestive issues, torticollis, you know, things like that in our little, little ones or like reflux, constipation, things like that. Um, that's really important for our littles. Um, we definitely want to make sure that they're like pooping regularly. Um, and it's, it's so funny. I've had so many texts from moms of like blowouts in the car seat, like right after they leave, <laughs> like baby hasn't pooped in five <laughs> days and they literally just like destroyed their car seat. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, but I'm glad that they went. <laughs> Don't yeah, send me the gonna, bill. <laughs> I was going to ask that if, if chiropractic care specifically helped with things like colic and reflux yes. and constipation, cause those are definitely exactly. problems that we, we even see sometimes really early on in the hospital is right. colic and the reflux. Exactly. For sure. So, um, those things are really helpful for like our little, little ones. And then like that milestone support and things like that. And another thing that I love that chiropractic does for our kids and our adults as well, is it, um, it just supports that narrow immune system. And so a lot of times our parents are like, you know, little Johnny's preschool classroom is all snotty nosed and gross and he's fine. Like he's not sick. Like most of our kids in the office have never been sick, um, which is awesome. So uh, just developing that neuroimmune system, like from the get go. And so that just builds their immune system up to where like they're healthy for as long as we can keep them healthy. Of course, you know, they're going to catch a cold and things at some point, but if we can delay that as much as we can, then that's, that's a huge goal of ours. Does that preventative care? Most of our parents bring our kids or their kids into us with no challenges. And so they're like, we just want to make sure that they're healthy. We want to keep them healthy. And we want to make sure that they're developing correctly. And I love that um, because like, yeah, there's, there's nothing to, to treat or to fix or whatever. And I think it's also important to note that I don't like treat anything. Um, I just allow the brain body communication to happen as effectively as it can. And then things start to shift on their own. So I don't ever go in like, Hey, I'm going to treat your kids ear infections. I'm going to be like, I'm going to make sure that this body is properly aligned and that brain can communicate with the body. And those ear infections nine out of 10 times will go away with chiropractic care, which is really cool. Um, but even in our older kiddos, like we have, um, like emotional support because we see, you know, our toddlers our you know, elementary age kids, that emotional support is really big. Um, and we have, I've just seen some really crazy things with like kiddos on the spectrum, like our autistic kiddos and our ADHD kiddos and how really just chiropractic adjustments just calm the nervous system so much to where like, I've literally seen one of my spectrum kiddos, like walk in just like complete meltdown, like totally just like having a rough day, just like 100% meltdown. And literally after the adjustment, she was like, Oh, Hey, Dr. Haley, what did you do today? I was like, wow, <laughs> like 100%, like 180, like that kid is totally different five minutes later. Um, and I honestly would not have believed it if I hadn't seen it in practice. Like so many times I'm like, that is just so crazy how the chiropractic adjustment just calms that nervous system, um, to where these kids could be like, literally, you know, going crazy. And then they're, they're chilling. Um, which I think is also cool and goes back to just like how it can help just so many different things like sleep challenges and things like that as well. Um, uh, what most of my, my newborns and my babies will just fall asleep in my arms after their adjustment, <laughs> like talking to mom, holding the kid. And next I'm like, Oh, they're asleep. You're welcome. <laughs> just yeah. throw them in the car seat and like 
cool. Um, so it can help so many different things. Do you find that it helps with newborn sleeping, like sleep patterns, like wake times and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. Definitely. A lot of our, and of course this isn't for everyone. Um, we definitely have some people that still struggle with it. And so I don't want to say this is like the end all be all, but most of our babies who have been adjusted since birth sleep through the night, like right away. Yeah. And I like what you said about, you know, people, a lot of people come and they bring their kids and they're healthy. They're just like, we just want to keep them this way. Mm -hmm. I always say I'm, I'm all for preventative health. And one of the mottos that I I live by, and I say to a lot of people is you either invest now or you invest much bigger later on. Yep. Exactly. Invest now in your health, whether it be, you know, chiropractic care or exercise or supplementation, Mm -hmm. nutrition, things like that. You spend that money, you invest now. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, and people, you know, want, they say, well, you know, it's so expensive to get a gym membership, see a chiropractor, mm-hmm. eat organic food, yep. all that stuff. I always, my, I always tell them, well, you're going to be investing later mm-hmm. and it's going to be through thousands of dollars of surgery and medical bills, exactly. and heart failure and diabetes and COPD right. and all those things. So I, yep. I'm definitely a huge fan of preventative medicine. I love, for sure. I love that model with chiropractics as well. Yes, definitely. At the office that I started getting adjusted in when I was in high school, they had this big like water jug, you know, the really big like office ones. Um, and they had like the top cut off and people would just like bring their medications that they don't use anymore and just like throw them in there. And like, they're like, cool, I'm saving so much money on this prescription every month. I'm just going to chuck it in here because I don't even need it anymore. <laughs> and that, that water bottle thing, it was like full. Like it was crazy. And then of course they properly disposed of it, but like, it was like, that I is wild. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and they like, like, that's so cool that people like, I am saving so much money off my meds and off my whatever that I like chiropractic care is cheap compared to what I was paying for, for all my prescriptions. Yeah. And it's a lot cheaper, you know, than a back surgery down the road or mm-hmm. so many things that people, exactly. but you know, we're trained to think so short-term. So when you don't see an issue mm-hmm. right now to solve you, a lot right. of times people put it off. So right. that's why I'm big on education. That's why I'm super glad that you're mm-hmm. here to talk to everybody and to teach them about this. Yeah. Uh, thanks. So one of the next question was going to be what type of conditions are improved with chiropractic care. I think you mainly just covered that with the benefits. Is there any yes. other like conditions necessarily that you wanted to add that you didn't touch on? Not really. Um, I do love the, um, I, like my spectrum kiddos, like that was one of my big things that I had yeah. like in my notes. Um, but that was, that's just like, so cool. We, um, and one of my, the people that I train with, um, in my pediatric stuff, they call it the perfect storm of like all the things that lead up to, you know, um, challenges with emotions and, you know, all these things on the spectrum. And it's, it's so, so cool to see like how just chiropractic adjustments help so much in conjunction. I mean, sometimes there is still like occupational therapy needed and things like that. Right. Um, but it's so cool to see like how chiropractic just enhances all the other therapies as well. Um, cause we've had parents come in and be like, well, we tried OT and blah, 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 whatever. And then they start getting adjusted with their OT and the OT just like blast off through the roof. And so it's like, that is so cool. Yeah. That's cool. So how often should a child and baby be seen? Is it still that kind of like individualized care? Yes, for sure. Yeah. So we will do the scans on, I mean, as soon as they bring that baby into the office for the first time, we'll do the scan on them. Um, And of course, any like new patient that comes in, we'll scan them. Um, And it is just kind of based on that as well. But 
I always kind of joke around like you ever seen those like America's Funniest Home Video montages of these kids just like wiping out like all the time they're falling off the slide you know they're jumping off the bunk bed and be like oh why would you adjust a kid I'm like have you ever seen a kid (laughs) right kids are so hard on themselves and they play hard and they they fall off things and they're learning how to walk and how to do and they're just like falling all the time and so it's funny like some of our parents still come in be like kid is crazy like we got to get him adjusted because he just falls over everything he's jumping off everything <laughs> and so we have like, some of our more like chill kids that get adjusted still like weekly like our, our recommendation is weekly at minimum that's what we call like our wellness um so like I still get adjusted every single week if not more um just depending on what's going on in my life like I got adjusted twice last week because I was like stressed <laughs> so like does I find that um getting adjusted as frequently as possible, it's not ever going to make a a negative effect. So especially for our kiddos um, that are super hard on themselves or like bring them on in or you've had be like, Oh, well, you know, little Cooper fell down on his whatever. Or one of our kids the other day was like, yeah, he got hit in the face with a shovel. I'm like, Oh, cool. We should probably get him adjusted. (laughs) It's like literally and his jaw actually adjusted his jaw too it was like my guy what are you doing he's eight he's like I just thought it was funny it was like okay kiddo so um really uh yeah based on the scans but usually our kids are seen about once or twice a week as well awesome and I know we kind of already this is our actually our last listener question that we had and you kind of already answered this when you explained how you adjust a newborn but I'm sure somebody specifically still wants you to answer it does adjusting or even chiropractic care does it hurt a baby no it does not um, because we're not using the same kind of force as you would on an adult um, and it's really it's really gentle like if you ever watch and I always encourage especially parents who are are considering getting their kids adjusted, but they're afraid, um, just cause of they don't know, or they don't know what they don't know or whatever the case may be. I always encourage them like to just come in and hang out at the office and just watch. Um, and then I, I even posted on my Instagram last night that I, uh, I had adjusted a two-year-old over the weekend and someone filmed it and I put it on my Instagram. Um, so I'm always trying to educate because it's definitely not, the same kind of adjustment that you would normally think of. Um, it is super gentle. It's super safe. It's super like the whole butter analogy thing. Like it's very, very gentle. And you know, that kid is in that pillow. So they're not going to roll off. They're not going to go anywhere. And a lot of times, like whenever the kid is old enough to where, you know, we will hear those little cracks, like you would in like a, an adult adjustment, we call it popcorn or the, uh, the fun things in the office have recently been sprinkles, <laughs> um, with those little noises. Um, especially some of our, our boys are like, Oh, Dr. Haley, can you body slam me today? I'm like, no, actually I can't, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, it's just super gentle. And it's, I always, I, I tell people all the time to, to find someone who, who does kids. Um, because not everyone does, especially babies and especially pregnant women. Like it, it takes a certain level of training and a certain level of expertise to know what to do with the baby or to know what to do with a pregnant woman. And um, the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association is a really great resource for that. Um, and I always um, I'm telling people, cause people will reach out to me on social media or whatever and be like, Hey, I'm in this city. Do you know of anyone there? And if I don't know anyone personally, I will send them to the ICPA website 
And it's great because they have a, it's like ICPA for like the number four kids.com is um, a great resource. People can go online and look in their directory just for a person who is specialized in pediatric and prenatal care, like by zip code, which is great because not everyone does it. And um, I, I used to drive an Audi. And so when I was um, like, I moved back to Charlotte, I was looking for like someone to service my car and I was calling around and I was like, Hey, cause I know not everyone services Audi cause it's a foreign car and whatever. And I was like, Hey, do you guys service Audi? And if the person on the other phone line was like, I mean, um, we can bring it in. We'll see what we can do. I was probably not going to bring my car there. Right. And so I find that pediatric adjusting is very similar in the fact of if you call a chiropractic office and they're like, Hey, can you adjust my baby? And they're like, I mean, yeah, I, I guess we could try. I would be like, heck no, I'm not bringing my kid there. <laughs> and so, um, I think it's super important to find someone who has done that extra work to make sure that they are proficient in adjusting babies. Cause I mean, I'm not a mom, but I wouldn't want to just hand my newborn off to someone that didn't really know what they were doing. And they're like, yeah, we'll figure it out. I want someone to be like, no, this is exactly what I do. Bring them in. We'll take good care of them. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a really good analogy. Like with the audience, I can even relate to that. Even when it comes to baby, like adjusting babies, but also even during pregnancy, I saw a chiropractor and it, they, they did not specialize in pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And I totally, it would be like taking your, it almost felt like I was taking my Audi to like a shop that didn't specialize in it because it yeah. is so different. And there are certain things that you can and can't do. And you really do mm -hmm. want to see somebody who specifically specializes in that area. Right. For I sure. Do. I agree with that completely. All right. Well, I think you answered basically every question that we had. You've given us so much information. I've really enjoyed this. I learned so much. Like you, you've convinced <laughs> me, you've convinced me. <laughs> it was great. Well, so where, you. where can people find you on Instagram, social media, and also where do you practice at where people maybe who are local to Charlotte could find you as well? So I practice at health max center in Pineville, North Carolina. Um, it's right outside of Charlotte by Carolina place mall. If you were in Charlotte, come see me, um, on Instagram, I'm at Dr. Haley Parker and on Facebook, I'm just Haley Parker. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, really thank you for having me. You. I'm honored. Really. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and I will see you next week to talk more about the bump. And of course, I know you all probably know this, but I have to add it in. I make every effort to broadcast correct information through this podcast, but I'm still learning so much. So I am in no way providing medical advice through this podcast, just sharing the things that myself and others have experienced or learned. Make sure to consult your physician before taking anything from this podcast and changing your health. This applies to any guests or contributors that I also have on this podcast. Thank you. And I will see you next week.